Welcome to Forever Exile, the Path of Exile podcast. This is episode 37. I am Justin, a.k.a. Tags. And I'm Tyler, Wrecker of Days. This is why we have to just permanently use the other one so that you can just <laughs> never have an intro or an outro ever again. I mean, that wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great. Right? Next episode, 38, I'm going to do my Godfather impression with it. Yeah, I, if you ever, I, I feel like you might have tried it once, but if you ever like go full singing for it, we might just have to have a talk. Oh, wait, Godfather. Oh, my God. You can't do that. You can't do that. <laughs> Why? Because you're just going to make me angry. I can't watch the video. Like, I'll have to cover your face if you do it, because <laughs> something happens to your face when you go Godfather and your hands like every you get all into it. <laughs> oh, you cannot do a godfather impersonation without doing the hand yeah you can you need the hand you actually can have you seen the godfather recently? many many times i love right. that movie it's one of my top top right. five probably for sure but every time you think about mr corleone you think of me don't you one two or three which one's your favorite don't say three all of them be. it's one it's one big story I, I, Justin. I really like two i think out of the three that's probably mm-hmm. my favorite mm-hmm. and then one and then three's like eh well made a ton later have you read the books Mm-mm. why would i read a book oh, when there's a video tyler because there's so <laughs> there's like a tenth you are of the books, uh, you and books are, are so in, annoying how much how far have you gotten into uh game of thrones don't we're not don't <laughs> don't don't i am waiting and it's not i seriously he's how, writing like, other you know, stuff our, he, you're never gonna get to read it it doesn't matter you know what he's doing he's writing the background lore for Elden Ring. I know. Which you know is what he's not doing? Finishing Game of Thrones. I know. That is annoying. So you should just watch well, the movie. maybe he is. Or the show. But, I'm, I, actually, I want to, but don't tell my wife. <laughs> what, she wouldn't watch it? No, she'll refuse to. And oh, that's, that's okay. fine. But so the reason the that I actually too? haven't, I've actually succumbed to the fact. Now, don't, if you're on Discord, you you shush, okay? You shush your it, mush about this. I know I'm well past anyway. my, like, yeah, you the time are. that <laughs> the people should level. be. Yeah. But, 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 but. It's a pretty big one, though. Uh, well, better be more than one. But anyway. In the, the end, thing Gandalf is, dies. Is I might accidentally say something in the next 20 years until that book comes out. So I'm still. He is going to die way before he finishes that book. There's no I way to cut something. I'm going to cut something because it's Crave, right? But the Crave only does where we what is are. Crave? Crave Crave's like Netflix, but they have HBO for Canada. Oh, right. I have no and idea. so but they have two packages, which is really annoying. And so you can get the normal package for 15 bucks or whatever. But the last two seasons are in the twenty five dollar package. I just Come watched on, it online like everybody show, else. Yeah, well, you're a cheater. <laughs> anyway, all right. So just a quick shout out to our patrons uh, across the board. All of them are awesome. Uh, we got three patrons this week. Eris, hopefully I said that right. Muse and Malzacor. Malzacor has been in Discord forever. He's awesome. So uh, thank all three of you guys for joining up and for everybody else who's joined our Patreon. Uh, hopefully you guys are also enjoying After Dark. And if you're curious about what our Patreon is, links are in the description below, probably. How was your week, Ty? <laughs> For some apps, for some apps, uh, crazy. Yeah. Uh, another one of those weeks where all of a sudden I feel like we just recorded. Yeah. Right. But then on these kind of days where like when I listen to our most recent uh, today's Friday, right? So normally on Friday morning or afternoon while I'm like 
cutting the lawn or doing whatever, I, I, I listen to our podcast again, just to kind of remind myself what we might have talked about, maybe something to reference. And uh, I, I just can't believe like our last podcast, it feels like it was yesterday. But when I'm listening to it, I feel like that was 10 podcasts ago. I feel like there's so much that's happened since our last podcast. Like Sweet. we went to the zoo again, had another divinity week. I actually had to bail on a red dead this week because I just needed some personal POE time for myself. I know, right? Another Dark Souls evening, which was awesome. Catching up. My wife and I are watching an episode at night while she's gone of uh, the Formula One Netflix original, Drive to Survive. Oh, it's awesome, <laughs> man. It's awesome. Season one was about uh, season 2018 and 2019 and season two. It's so cool seeing the behind the scenes stuff. Is this like uh, the remember that was it 30 over 30 or something, but in an F1 version? Mm. Is it sort of that same idea where they're telling a story of something? They're, they follow the behind-the-scenes stories of certain things, yeah. So um, because Formula One the last few years has been very top-heavy, it's the top th three teams are always taking the top six finishing positions. They're following a lot of the mid-tier teams, uh, but it's still really cool when you're a huge fan because you know that only 20 drivers out of 7 billion people are in the pinnacle of the sport. So it's you know they all have talent, so it's pretty sweet. Come on, it's like you watching... What's what's the uh, the last dance? One. It's like you watching, getting and being super stoked the about an MJ dance. show. The, oh, yeah, the last yeah, okay. dance, the final yeah. dance. Same yep. thing. I'm a huge F1 freak. So hush your mush. And there's for the first time you know what ever, the difference is? two Canadians in Formula One. So the difference hush. is the last dance is talking about one person out of 7 billion, not 20. Good God. That's so many. <laughs> <laughs> so confusing. Yeah. Okay. Well, how about this? How about this? This is this is the value of the sport. Christian Horner is F1 I know, considered this is, a sport. This is, this is, is racing a oh, car okay, a sport. Okay, okay, okay. Here, you're gonna set me. Okay, okay, okay. okay. You you're off. gonna set me off. And yes, this is a Path of Exile <laughs> podcast. We'll get there really quick. But Christian Horner has been the team principal, the head honcho for Red Bull Racing for 15 years. He married Ginger Spice. He is worth more than her, and she's worth millions. That's how valuable Formula One is. So up yours. That's a terrible reference. No, it's not. The a dude spice takes a helicopter girl? to work every day. Yeah, Ginger Spice. Uh, she's worth forty million. He's worth fifty million, and he's the team principal of one of the teams. They just drive if, cars, man. Really fast. Really awesome. Really fast. <laughs> so I, I oh oh I. Ooh. So it is a sport. Is it actually considered a sport? Yes, it's a okay. sport. Oh, my goodness. It's way more sporty than basketball. You're right. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Just watch it. No, All can't. right. Anyway, it was awesome. I How's like your lawn? My? Okay. Well, oh, so the, my... The week, if you like crashes, watch the show. No, I just need to see the short... Like, I just want them all condensed. They're half like, an hour Boom, reach. boom, boom. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I mean, preferably where they don't die, but I still like to see the crashes. Uh, my week and my lawn. My lawn is fantastic. I don't really know how much people care. I know there's at least one, so I'm going to tell you anyway. I have a Actually, bunch I of care. work happening in our front yard uh, the week after I come back. And so we're kind of prepping for that. So there's like a ton of Allen blocks coming and all this other stuff for a wall that has to be built. And I talked to the guy who's going to be your doing... front yard. Yeah, there's a retaining wall that's starting to give and it was it's all wood it looked fine huh. but it's got to come down so we're putting in an actual proper stone yeah, yeah wall and uh the guy who's doing all the work i was talking to him and i was like 
What do you think about just flattening my front yard? I think I told you this. I think I said this in one of our past episodes. So I am very excited for that. I am prepping for that. I have got all my stuff ready. I'm going to be putting in-ground irrigation in myself. Obviously, because who doesn't, I know, right? For Um, their lawn. For that. It's not even that big of a lawn, which is awesome. (laughs) Uh, The um, Four by four. I mentioned it. I think I talked to you about this before, but there's a herbicide that I've been trying to get my hands on that I don't know if you're allowed in Canada. And so it's called Tenacity, and it's amazing. I mean, let me tell you, it's amazing. And we were talking about it in Canada. I think there was like a day in Discord where it was like the first half of the day was just people talking <laughs> about like lawns. It was lawn hilarious. It was, yeah, it was sweet. Yeah. Anyway, the uh, I was looking this up, and I found a company called, I think they're called Seed Ranch. And they're Are you called, like going to screw it for every other Canadian? Now they're going to get called out and you're, no, no one's ever going to get it. They're called Seed Ranch Canada, right? So I'm looking at it going, okay, it's Canadian, whatever. They were selling it. It's very expensive. Like it's not cheap. It's like a friggin' tiny bottle like this, but it's a Canadian seedranch.ca, I think is a website and they're not like a sponsor or something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're not. It's just a Seed Ranch Canada. So I'm going, okay, at least I'm buying it from a Canadian company. And I, it was weird that it was priced in American, but everything on the site shows Canada, right? So I thought, okay, fine. So I went through, bought it. I get an email like the next morning saying that it's shipped. Everything's good. It's coming from Florida. I'm like, oh crap. I have no idea what's going to happen when it gets to the border. I'm hoping it's like, I'm hoping they lied and they labeled it as like <laughs> dog food or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So I don't yeah. know. I'm not sure if it's actually going to arrive or not. So I might have to figure out something else. But anyway. That's yeah, that's my lawn. My week though was good. I got a lot of Path of Exile in, which was nice. fun. We're gonna talk about that in a minute. Should have messaged uh, me. Yeah, I, I I go offline now so you can't see what I'm on. And then uh boy, do I ever get more done. I'm just <laughs> kidding. Uh I watched two movies. Okay, I watched a movie and a show, and I don't watch TV very much. I just I yeah. can't get into like shows or yeah. like whatever. Um we watched the I think it's called The Old Guard. And it's with Charlize yeah, yeah. Theron. Have you seen it? You should no, watch it. I just see it pop up all the you, time. It's really good. And it's so like, it's a really cool storyline. Like the storyline behind it is really cool. And okay. then we watched a series called The Umbrella Academy. It's like these, okay. I don't know. It's weird. We finished that. It's good. It just gave mm-hmm. us something to do in the evenings because it's been a little bit more. I've been trying to like check out a little bit from work. So it's been, yeah. it's been good. So, Ever seen Intimidation Game or The Imitation Game? Uh, Cumberbatch. Yes, the that. movie, right? That's a good one. Yeah, that's for a, some reason I decided story. to start that at three in the morning last night. Oh, that was good. that's a long that's movie good. though. That's two hours. At three in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. One of those days took you don't an hour and a half to find the movie. I'm surprised. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised you don't no. normally stay up that. No, way. I don't normally out by eleven. My body was like, eh, pretend you're eighteen. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Just for one night. <laughs> and that hurt in the morning. All right. What yeah. about your POE week? So we've got our weeks out of the way. I was Path of Exile for you this week. I we played Monday. Uh, what else did you do? Did you play? I I opted not to play Red Dead this week so that I could oh, get okay. a, uh, a nice session in. I messaged you that night to see if you were on, but you said, oh, and it was probably because you were, but you were offline and then you didn't message me back. No, so I, I we we started a show. I do I remember know, a sure, show. Sure. Yeah, after eight hours of POE. Yeah, once I hit so, 100. But we did play. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and thank you very much for all your gear. That is very kind, and it definitely does slow you down. But Justin was very kind and uh, doing a whole bunch of crafts and stuff for me, which was pretty sweet. Buffed up my character. I think I respect it last time, but I uh, respect everything into life now. But I think I did that before the last podcast. But anyway, I, I did die a lot still. And so I'm not happy with the defense of my SRS Guardian. Yeah. Um, offensively, I think it's totally fine. But one thing that I do like about broadcasting to two people is I can watch the video later. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I sometimes do, especially with frustrating sessions, because I get to see what what was going on or if I just wasn't reacting fast enough or it was, or if, you know, my death was a load of crap. Um so I died a lot on our Monday night session, and as I went through portions of the broadcast, I was surprised how much I got stunned. Like I'm casting Cyclone, and then SRS is being cast with cast while channeling. But I I have 5,300 life. Now, I know that's not a lot, but it's not a small amount. And I was very surprised how often I was, I was stunned, and it was a huge, huge factor in how often I was dying. And because movement is like just constantly moving is a big part of my survivability with that build. Now, it's not a complaint. Like, it's not a complaint to SRS. Um, I don't quite get the stun ratios. I mean, I get stunned lots with my Righteous Fire build, and that has close to 8,000 life. So I don't quite get the ratio in-game. But either way, it's not a complaint. It was just something that I noticed. So it might mean that Cyclone in the future, until maybe I understand the math of stun more, Cyclone's probably not going to be a major focus of any, many of my builds unless they're crazy high life. But I was surprised with 53, 5,500 life that I was getting stunned so frequently. Are you tying in your Val Cyclone so that it, you can become stun immune? Like, so that yeah, you but can I, get... then I stay still. Oh. Val Cyclone keeps you still for that entire duration and you can't move. And that's crazy dangerous unless you're in a boss battle without ads and you're familiar with all Val the Val Cyclone right? makes you not, makes you immobile? As far as I can tell, yeah. This is the first time I've ever used it. Um, But yeah. And I also realized, looking at my videos, that uh, my SRS are actually dead a lot. In my... Because it's just SRS. I don't care about... I never thought that I would need to care about their survivability. I got every single minion damage, speed, and accuracy node, all the offensive nodes, but I didn't get any life nodes for it. And in my head, I thought that would be okay. And... I'm looking back at the video and there's a ton. I'm supposed to have 20. I'm constantly channeling Cyclone and with a level 20 cast while channeling, I will have 20 SRS out all the time. But I found that most of the time I only have five to eight Hmm. because they're just taking so much um, AOE damage from just how busy the screens always are. Now, SRS can't be targeted, but I did find that from that perspective, I was really surprised. I'm like, oh, wow, I, I just thought I always had 20 out, but I only had eight. So it was good to look back. This last session was very um, edifying. Unfortunately, it wasn't very successful. But, Did you love uh, it? It'll definitely help me in a long time. No, I'm still 80 <laughs> up yours. It, nobody has ever reached 88 and uh-huh. nobody ever will. Okay. But on my console session, I played my slow-mo zombie build this week and I have meat shield with my zombies this league, and I absolutely love it. A lot of people, when they're coming in, they're actually really nervous about it. People like playing ranged zombies, and so they'll immediately not like the meat shield lifestyle um, or play style. Now, if you don't know what meat shield is, it just means that your zombies 
stay close to you almost all the time and the perk to that of course they get increased damage from the note from the gem as well but they also taunt on hit for the most part so you get the survivability from their taunting because you're forced to be close to enemies um but i really focused the entire session on being very calm like i'd go right beside all the danger I'd stand still intentionally, I'd move only a little bit, and I really felt comfortable. It was really nice. I learned a lot about a lot of the different stuff that normally I might be panicking about. Felt like a total pro, yo. Just did delete my 10x, yo. And, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I always know when I should have ended my broadcast about an hour early because my last hour normally has about five deaths. <laughs> it's usually, it, when we're playing together, it's like, oh, I'm zoning out. Uh, I'm zoning out. Yeah, uh, just two more maps. Oh, I hate this game. Bye. Yeah, you did that last time too. Yeah, well, I don't end it like that. But how about your week? You played lots, so give me, give me. Yeah, I got. I, I mean, I got a, a enough in. It was good. I I'm still playing ball lightning, low life. I've not done a whole lot of changing in my gear or anything. I really want to craft. I've been doing most of the crafting for you. I can't figure out what pieces. <laughs> that I really need to craft better items for. Uh, so uh, right now I'm just building up all of my horde crafting options or whatever for eventually being able to craft something. But so far I haven't really gotten a chance to craft much for myself and I, I could, but I just haven't had the chance to figure out exactly what, items do i need to push and 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 i haven't had a problem i like dying when for some reason when when we play together i find i die more or i'm not sure if it's just because i'm i don't know when i i think you got off on monday for like when you went to bed i played for a bit longer or maybe it was the next day and i think i got like three quarters of my level like from 94 to 95 or whatever i am right now no dying. And I was like, what is happening here? Like, what, what is different? I know that there's an increase in, what is it, health? Right, 50% increase in health or something? Yeah, I funny. think there might. I, I, you know what, I forget. They changed a while ago and I forget what it was. I thought there was a damage increase as well. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but I, the game itself, I, this may be somewhat argued by different sides. I really like this league. I have yeah, had a good. lot of fun with Harvest. I don't get it. And I, I think the easiest argument to it is that it doesn't make sense. And I'm totally on board with that. It doesn't it doesn't line up with what Path of Exile typically is. But for me, it's been, it's just refreshing. It's new. It's like, it's something that I can choose to pay attention to or not pay attention to. And as you start to figure out how the, the Harvest works, like you don't have to be in it every time. If you go in it to every three maps, you're actually maximizing like the growth of the cycles and the seeds. And they came up with their new seed, um, uh, patch that we're going to talk about, which is really just, it's just nice for playing the game. Yes. I don't know. I've, I've, I've really liked harvest. Good. I don't know why. Good. Maybe it's the no, build. That's, that's the whole point of a league though. You don't have to like it long-term or have a good reason. Like it's a temporary league. I found ball lightning is like just crazy nice to play. It's got I'd like good to ask clear. you that. What's that? You go ahead. You go ahead. You, you uh, it's, just, it's great. Go ahead though. What do you want to ask? Me? <laughs> well, I, I forgot to put this in, but I wanted to ask you, um, you, this builds, you, I mean, you come up with all your own builds, right? You don't waiting for people to post to see what they're doing. You just kind of look and you kind of, Oh, you know, I haven't done this for a while and that looks really strong. This league. Let's try that. But you, the last couple leagues, You've done that. And 
what you've done has just ended up being a meta. Well, I, so I look at what I always, and I've talked about this with Ethan, I don't typically like to follow a build because I like to play them myself, but I will every single time if I'm going, oh, I, I'm thinking of this skill or this skill got buffed. I'll look at what other people have done with it in the past, how people have used it. PoE Ninja is really nice for that because you can see, you know, what have people tied into it. And the reason for that is this game is monstrous and to know everything is almost impossible. So the way I usually do it, I don't ever, I think we've talked about this before. I won't ever plan around like items or a unique or anything, but I will quite often plan around a type of skill or a play style. And I knew going into this one, I wanted to try mines because I wanted to have something that was pre-laid for the harvest just because i had i didn't know but i was like i feel like you're going to need a lot of damage while you're waiting for them to pop and so needing to wait for them to pop means that i can lay a bunch of damage down and wait for it to go so i knew i was going to go mines ball lightning got buffed so uh it's just i find it easier to figure out the skill and the play style i want and then take a look at hey what like when i the biggest time that i had to do it this time was actually when i switched to low life and figuring out, hey, what do people typically like in the tree? Um, more so looking into the gems and the jewels and stuff that you can use because there's a lot of strong, I don't know all of them. There's just no way to. So looking at like, what do people like to do when they're using the chevrons? And PoE Ninja makes that really easy yeah. to like check and see like, oh, this is what they're doing or, oh yeah, I didn't even think about that. That makes sense. So yeah, and I, I'm trying to, I don't remember what I played last league. You did something Archmage. Oh, I played a couple builds last league. Yeah, there was yeah. an Archmage build. That was my second or third one. This one, I've been doing Ball Lightning since the beginning, and I have not gotten tired of it. Like, I haven't I haven't gotten to that point where I'm like, uh, I, I have in my head gone, dang it, I said I was going to do melee. I wanted to do something with, like, a big attack and big damage, which I still do, but I'm just so, I'm really, really enjoying this playstyle. Like, I haven't felt like I needed to do something different. That's interesting so. because you normally do want to do at least two. You normally have at least two characters, normally just two, but per league. And it is kind of sometimes getting tired of it. For the most part, it's getting tired. It's nothing against the build that you did. It's still successful, oh, but there's one little thing that bugs you and then you and then you move on. Yeah. Um, I thought this one would be that for you because of how many buttons you had. No, this build. It, it's traps or mines? Mines. It's mines. I press one and, button. Right, but... How do how are you hitting one button? Don't you have to activate them like you cast it and then activate it? Detonate mine is on my left click, and place the mine is on my right click, which means for a lot of times I'm literally just holding down the right button and I'm just left clicking to move, which is moving me and detonating the mines. I use E to uh, dash, and that's it. I've been playing around with the brand. I think I have that on Q. I can't remember. But there's not really that many. And then I have uh, Val Discipline, but which, oh my goodness, that Val Discipline is so strong. Yeah. I love it. it. It's so good. It's very, very smart that they made it to a Val skill because that that has some value. Yeah. No, it's awesome. So anyway, I have more than one too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hmm. You could load up QWERT. That sounds like fun. I... I just, I just have been really happy with this league. I, I love, I think I like it because people don't like it. I think it, to me, I'm like, <laughs> I have to find a way that to make, to make myself like it because it can't be as bad as what people want to try and say it is. And I know a lot of people talk about like the drop off in, in every league and it, this is a hundred percent has a higher drop off than most leagues. And I can say that without even looking at the steam stuff, because 
it correlates even to us, like the podcast and viewers on Twitch and all that kind of stuff. Our podcast sees a totally different set of numbers as you can tell that a league is starting to drop off. And as yep. a new league is starting to ramp up, you, it just correlates to everything related to the game. And uh, I, that makes me smile because then I go, okay, well, I got to find a reason to like this. If people are going to be that, you know, yeah, yeah. willing to not play it because they don't like this portion of it, I'm curious, like, are, are they missing out? And mm-hmm. I think if you're not giving Harvest like a really good shot, like the actual Harvest mechanic, I think you're missing out because the crafting is insane. It is insane. The stuff that people make, and I maybe this will come up actually. Maybe we'll talk about this at some point in this episode. But there's a whole talk. We talked about it going core and whatnot. Um, like whether yeah, or not we thought been. this and and the, the 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 mods and all that kind of stuff. But I I really like it. I hope some version of it stays because I think it gives people who may not spend as much time as people who stream and play it all the time, it gives you access to something um, strong crafting-wise. And I actually like deterministic crafting versus gamble crafting. I like the fact, like, if you go to the crafting station in your, uh, this is totally going a slight, slight tangent, but if you go to the crafting station in your hideout, you're picking the craft you're going to get, and you're just getting a range, right? That's deterministic crafting. Yeah. You know... I'm going to add fire resistance to this item Mm -hmm. because I need fire resistance. So I need to craft it versus your alternative, which is, well, I'm going to throw an exalt at it and hope I hit um, fire or I'm going to spam chaos on it and hope I hit fire. I think the deterministic side is really good for people who don't have just tons and tons of time to play or not even tons of time to play, but maybe they're just not fully, they don't fully understand the things you can do in the game to make large amounts of currency. And then if you go even one step further than that, if you want to make a lot of currency in this game, you have to play the trade league. You're not playing solo self-found and you're not playing, yeah, solo self-found and making huge currencies because you make huge currencies through trading. That's just the way that it is. It's not like you can magically get some random drops to happen more frequently for you in a solo self-found league. Whereas Harvest and this version of crafting it's really brought the ability to do crafting on a deterministic side way, way, way further. And I think that's really fun. I don't know that harvest is the way to do it, right? I don't think that's necessarily the best way to do it, but it is made crafting way more fun than just what it was before. What about adding? Now, I personally don't like how crafts are unlocked in this game. I do like needing to progress and, and, achieve something to unlock certain progresses but or to unlock certain crafts in the normal hideout crafting bench and i do like the deterministic crafting that you mentioned it puts a huge emphasis on getting that nice drop instead of just crafting it you know what i mean like there's when it takes four chaos to get your fire and chaos resistance or something and you finally get a nice life roll on your boots with the free suffix okay that's fantastic right and so I, I i like that because it puts a huge value on the drop of the item as opposed to the spamming of trying to get a good exalted craft right um i think though putting something like harvest in the game just makes it way too strong it you have to change everything about the game otherwise crafting is just too easy do you think it's wrong and it was actually something i was thinking about leading into this conversation with you and maybe i'm just on a different side and maybe i haven't had time to really fully think it through but shouldn't 
Is it bad that crafting's easy? Yes. You think so? Yes. Why? It, or if it's easy, it needs to be stupid expensive. Why though? Why not make it so that people can eventually get that piece of gear? You have to. Well, you eventually have to remember, would be the no, key no, no. Word there are some yeah. pieces of gear in Harvest that have been created that you will probably never, ever, ever, ever be able to create or see in the game ever. Right. They're just and granted that makes them extremely powerful. But is that bad? Is that bad that if somebody who has played a lot, who has, and again, I'm not saying harvest is the key, the way that harvest is built is the way to do it. But I am kind of curious what people's opinion are on a deterministic crafting that can eventually through time, get you some piece of gear that is, I I don't, I'm not sure that that's bad. And I, this is coming from somebody who doesn't like GGG making things like super newbie friendly. I don't like them making the game easy. I really don't. I'm not sure that this is that though. Well, you've you've gone on two different sides, though. You've said easy and then you've said after playing a long time, right? Like, well, I don't think that those are two different things. Okay, well, if you've needed to invest a lot of time and have a character that's good enough to have gotten to a point where you can unlock that craft, sure, then making that craft is easy. When you said easy prior, I thought that it was just easily gotten easily available easy to craft well i guess it depends on what level you think easy is what's easy like i actually think if you've played for a bit farming tier 12 to 14s is easy i think that that's not so far out that the majority of players can't do that the current crafting bench cost for six linking an item is easy earning 1500 fusings is not i like that setup it, the craft itself is easy. It's guaranteed, but you have to earn it. You have to get it. You have to play your weight, right? You have to earn your dues per se. And I like that. Um, I don't know. I mean, to add, I think it would be a good idea to add some of those harvest crafts to the crafting bench. Yeah, I don't. And have them like unlock in. Well, uh, having two crafting areas is uh, yeah. going to get really redundant. Uh, you're you're going to see people just freak out. It's uh, you need one craft. You have one crafting station. I don't know that I don't I don't actually think there has to be just one crafting station. And again, I'm not saying harvest is the answer, but I don't like some of those crafts from harvest going onto your crafting bench because that means you can do it anytime you want if you have the currency. And the way I'm looking at it is I would love I absolutely would love, and this is coming from somebody who plays softcore trade. That's my favorite league to play in. I would love to see stuff that makes me less reliant on trade. And oh, and, I agree and with this that. This does this, whether you like it or not, whether you've played Harvest or not, whether you've gotten inv- involved in the crafting and Harvest. The way that crafting works in Harvest removes the necessity of trade by a huge margin. If you wanted to, and and. I'm not talking about people who are min-maxing their harvests and min-maxing their crafting. I'm talking just from my own experience of playing a relatively mm-hmm. decent amount of time, level 93, 94, being able to save up my crafts through the harvest and being able to, with some time, build maybe one or two really, really high-level items that I could use in a build that are super strong that the only other way I would ever get those in a game is to trade for them. Mm-hmm. Is that I don't bad? mind having, I don't no, think it I, is. well, no, but it, for me, I mean, I'm, I'm repeating myself here. It just needs to have a well-earned value to it. 
right? If the strongest crafts need to be, uh, you need to have a strong character to get or unlock, and then, you know, then you can craft it. I don't really like the idea of being able to have, I mean, I don't know what specific example you might've been thinking of, but let's say I'm trying to create a 500 DPS one-handed weapon. That should be really hard to unlock, but then have a deterministic craft available to me once I've unlocked it. Sure, but I really feel like it unlock needs to be well earned. Unlock what? And I well earned what you're referring to. Well earned what? Exalts earned in the game aren't well earned, and that's what is the expensive crafts. You didn't earn that exalt. It wasn't a well earned exalt. You just got lucky. You got lucky with a drop, right? But you don't want to be lucky by earning your your crafting mods like for example let me say if i have 50 exalt that i can spend on whatever it's not i didn't play 50 hours i've played a lot right whether it's maybe uh, I, I, well yeah but there's there's no way i got an exalt an hour right it's just too rare so if you have these deterministic mods that are really strong make them expensive and then once you put your due in have at it. I guess the argument I have, though, from the other side of that tie is you're saying that you've earned it by somehow unlocking it and then gathered all these exalts. But in order to get the craft through the harvest, you're leveling up to like tier three and tier four um, seeds. And then then you're unlocking that craft. You've gone. The, it's not like it was easy. It's not like the craft just popped up and, hey, I've got it. You have had to put in work to get to those crafts. Uh, so I guess it depends on because you're saying that it, it should be hard to unlock. but my argument is just that, and, and I'm not saying it's the answer because I think one thing that Harvest has done is it's taken away some of the value to currency because you're not needing to, there's no cost to doing that craft, right? Uh, 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 Currency-wise, there is certainly a cost in the time that it took to build it up, the way that you've set up your harvest, the way that you've uh, um, ranked up those seeds. So there mm. is a cost, but there is no currency involved in how you got that craft. Yeah. But... I'm not sure that you can say that it's not a difficult thing to unlock just because you didn't have to go do some weird thing and then have to also save up the currency because, and the only reason I'm saying this is you just said, it's unlikely if you play for 50 hours, you're going to get 50 exalts. And I don't, I'm not sure how much you've looked at trade this league, but items are extremely expensive. And if I wanted to get some of the items that I could through time be able to craft, I'm going to have to spend a very large amount of exalts. And the only way I'm getting those exalts is trading period. You're, oops. you're not getting those exalts from just random drops. And you're just not, there's just, you're not seeing that in, you know, RNG drop based currency. Right. You're seeing that in selling your crafts, selling your seeds, selling your, your items, um, flipping currency, whatever it is. All, all that I'm saying is Harvest to me has brought in crafting that a average normal player probably wouldn't see. Right. It's, I, I, the ability to make some of these items is something that I've never been able to. And I don't think anybody has been able to, whether you're playing hundreds and hundreds of hours a week or you're playing one or two hours a week. Some of the abilities in these, these crafts is stuff that's just not been in the game before to this level. And I'm not... I'm not sure where I fall, but I'm just saying I like the deterministic value and the ability to craft something after I put time into the harvest because it's taking me away from having to constantly go on to POE trade or in what's Path of Exiles right. trade now, right? And it's, I, it's a hard conversation for you and I to have because you don't use it anyway. 
you go in I that totally, solace. I'm, I'm, I'm completely agreeing with you. I just want there to be a good balance between how you unlock the craft and how you spend it. I, I think having all that crafting available is fantastic. I just... The game has huge value because of its huge difficulty level. Everything from all the choices you make while leveling, all the gear that you have to vendor or not vendor, even the fear with crafting. So as long as, like I agree with you, I love that kind of crafting and I love being able to know what I'm going to get just as long as I can't get a six link when I'm at the second six links are capable of dropping and I have the best gear that I'm ever going to have. Yeah, and for all of the crafting I've done through Harvest, I've never seen a six link craft come available. I have not had that come up and I know from reading online, a lot of people aren't as well. It seems to be quite rare. They just need to, like, if this kind of stuff was going to get added to the game, like you and I, we're on the same page. We're saying it differently. The The focal point is how would it get unlocked in the game, right? Where does it come from? And because we don't know that, hopefully it's balanced if it does come into the game. I still think with Harvest, had they made seeds not tradable, you would see a bigger, I it would be harder to argue against what I'm saying if you trade if seeds weren't tradable because right now you can trade for specific seeds to target specific crafts. And I'm not sure I really like that because then it does make it easier to craft those really specific items. I kind of like yeah. the idea that the seeds you find are your seeds, you plant them and you're going to have to just, because then there's a little bit of RNG into that deterministic craft. I have to go and find the right seeds and when I do, I am going to get the, the craft. But what I like about it is when I get the craft and I use the craft, it's gone. I don't get it again. I'm going to have to find it again or, or, or hope that I get those seeds again versus something going into the table means that I have that access to that anytime I want. And I know exactly what I'm going to do because I'm just going to go and trade for the currency, whatever that cost is, because now there's literally nothing I have to do because I've unlocked it, it's on my bench, and I just need the currency to do it. And I, I don't really like that side of it. I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I toss and turn between them all because I really, really like, one thing I really like about Harvest is I feel like it's made crafting much more accessible, granted through multiple different crafting benches, because you do, you do have to use both right now. But I like the fact that it's made crafting accessible to people who probably weren't seen, like, okay, I'm just gonna augment on a fire resist. Like, that's amazing. Yeah, it's so good because yes, you can do that from your bench, but you're not doing it at any decent level until, and you know what, even as I'm saying it, if I get augment a fire onto my chest or my boots, I may roll a tier seven fire resist. Yeah. And so now I've got to get, um, you know, uh, remove an augment a fire or something like I, it's just fun to me. I, I actually yeah. like that side of it, but and there's no risk of currency loss. By me going through the harvest, I'm not going, oh, crap, this is going to cost me 100 chaos. And I don't know, you know, if I'm going to just lose out on that chaos. Worst case in harvest is I lost out on that craft. What would you think of them adding the harvest crafts, but having it cost currency? So you have the same options available to you. Use the augmenting fire, like you mentioned. But think of it as costing however much chaos per attempt yeah and that, that's what Including i was just saying though i think would you like that no would you be fine with that no and the reason for it is i'm just going to go and trade for the currency so that i can do that craft and what i think it does is it makes the people who are playing the trade league first off it it doesn't help anybody playing solo self-found 
if you turn it into a, hey, here's your craft and it costs X amount of currency, it there's no benefit to the solo cell found person because they still have to get that currency somehow on their own. And currency is literally 100%, especially the high-end currency. It's just RNG. It's mm-hmm. gated behind a chance. In the trade league, it's not. In the trade league now, I'm just going in and trading for currency to go and do that craft that I want to do. And I I like the trade league. I had... I, I realize I'm talking from two different points. I'm talking from the, I, I, I do really love trade league because it lets me go in this example. I wanted a Chevron six link. Yeah. The chances of me finding a Chevron six link, Jesus, I chance so many occultist vestments, this league, I didn't get a single yeah. one, but well, then even if I harder. did, I know, even if I did, then I got a six link it. So I like trade league for going, okay, this is the unique that I want. I want it six linked. I can get it. And but in this league now, I could go all my rares, I could craft them. I yeah. could figure out, oh, and then, I mean, there's so many cool things this league too with like, you know, running lab and getting seven to nine enchants on your helmet shots. And, you know, like there's, I just feel like they made things more accessible to somebody who's not going to have to put a huge focus into the trade side of a league. Yeah. And I really, really like that. I'm solo cell phone, man. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm 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 down with it. Now here's here's a thing though. I've been wanting to ask you this actually for a long time. This conversation brought it up. I have a funny feeling I know the answer. I know GGG trades a, like one of the cornerstones of this game. They're never going to remove it, though they might have wanted it different originally. I've never liked that you could trade currency. I have always wished that it was just gear how would you do maybe that? gems maybe not i don't know well just you, you can't buy chaos from people you can't buy exalts you can't buy a mirror you can't buy wisdom, scrolls of wisdom what would you think of the marketplace or of the game like to kind of take take a couple seconds what do you think about having a trade market where it was just equipable items no currency well but but then you're saying i'm trading a chess piece for a chess piece well no you spend currency to get it but you can't you know how there's that bulk section you can buy exalts for chaos or whatever it is or they have listed prices for two you know i think you're still doing the same thing though if you can buy so like let's say let's say i did i'm just gonna devil's advocate what you're talking about because i see where you're coming from but let's say i go i need two exalts and you Mm -hmm. have two exalts but i don't have two exalts so i'm gonna say to you hey look i'm gonna trade you this item for two exalts and you go okay fine and then you're going to trade me an item for 280 chaos. And now you've just gotten the 280 chaos, which is the value of the two exalts. And I've gotten the two exalts. Yeah, but that's a totally different situation. You have gear worth two exalts. No, I don't. In another situation? I'm saying well, I don't. No. I'm saying, I'm oh, saying. Well, then why would somebody, I mean, in a world where we're trusting each other between you and me, that makes sense. If I go online. No, but what I'm, all I'm saying is I get where you're coming from, but what will happen is they'll develop a hundred percent they'll develop something a website or something where it's you can still trade for currency and you're just tossing an item in there you're just tossing an item like a random rare or a random item and that person's going to give you two exalts and then you're going to trade them 280 or whatever the value is of those two exalts sure so you still you're still going to be able to buy currency throw out throw that out though what do you think of the question what do you think of a market that's just for items yeah i don't i, I like where you being can't able to buy currency. depend on somebody else's stash to get what you need for crafting 
I like buying currency. If I if I'm if I want some uh, scrolls of wisdom or some chromatics, uh, the rate I'm going to get it on trading with another person is far better than what I'm going to get it in game. Yeah, I think it takes away from the game. Why though? Because gear needs to be the cornerstone. You shouldn't. Well, need gear is to always depend on other people for every aspect of your build. Gear. I mean, gear is always the cornerstone, though. I, I get yeah. where you're coming from. I don't like it. I like to be able to buy currency. I think, and I think no matter what, people would find a way around it. Maybe from that regards, I and mean, that's something GG could always work on. But for me, I, I've always felt like being able to trade anything means you really don't have to earn too much. You know what I mean? You can scrape by and then you're paying somebody to enhance yourself. You know, you just get enough. Okay, now I got this piece and now I can go. Like if it was just gear, you don't trade. No, but this is just personal preference. I, I, I like being able to. If I need if I need some particular type of currency, I like to be able to just trade somebody for chaos, it, like wisdom scrolls. I need mm. wisdom scrolls. I don't want to go and sell off random stuff. For well, you only have to have forty in your inventory at once, or twenty. You don't have to pick them up very often. All right. So this was a really long. How was your POE week? Well, <laughs> how much longer? You're still enjoying your build, right? Yep. Well, I have eleven days left of PC life. Oh, yeah. My wife has warned me. Um, she messaged me from where she's working and said that my PC days are numbered. The knitting expansion for Sims comes out July 28th. It's time for a second computer or a laptop. <laughs> hey, you talk. Yeah, I'm going to message gonna get her. an argument from me. <laughs> I'm going to message her. And like, wait, 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 wait. Hey, Did I you think say I might laptop? have one. Yeah. You would actually play with me if I was playing on a laptop. Why would you do the laptop? She could then play Sims anywhere she wants. That's how you sell it. Hey, listen, honey, honey, honey. <laughs> yeah, you can yeah, play. You know what? You know what Sims. always gets them, uh, baby girl. Baby girl. You could play Harvest <laughs> or not Harvest. You could play Sims anywhere on you want on the deck. Yeah, yeah. you want to go? Oh pff, wow! Oh my gosh! Enjoy that beautiful fresh air while while mating people or whatever uh, they do in Sims. I wouldn't doubt that Sims is a harder is harder on the PC than Poe. I wouldn't doubt it. No, it's not. EA sucks at everything. It's, it's never in the game. It's not. Anyway, I've been warned. Yeah, you're, you're going to be kicked off soon. So I got to find a new partner for uh, Forever Exiled. So you've heard it here, folks. This is Tyler's retirement. <laughs> That's right. I get, one, I get one more week. And then only once my wife's Oh, you're going to miss some the, good uh, episodes. Oh, Dang. You know, I, that, that, that laptop. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, Schmoops. Schmoops, you listening? Yeah, it's time for what do you think about a laptop. Time. I think it just makes sense. You deserve one. <laughs> Not Tyler. Anyway, okay, That's so let's right. get into this week because we are, I'm, well, edited wise, probably at around 45 minutes already. Okay, well, uh, we'll just call it right after this week in POE land. There we go. All right, this week in POE. What do you think? Yeah, cool. I actually don't mind it. I don't know what happened if my phone's not giving me the proper banners or anything, but I didn't see half of these notifications. No, they didn't uh, show thermo up. Th Thaumaturgy hideout came out. It's kind of neat. It's the theme from one of the previous mystery boxes. Um, as a hideout, I think it looks kind of cool. It's that we both liked the mystery box concept of, you know, creator and created, you know. Mm -hmm. So uh, it, it looks pretty cool. I, I saw the video. Looks neat. I wish I could unlock it, but I can't. And Bloom yeah. has been a big topic. All of a sudden, I don't know. I don't remember people complaining 
about the visuals of the game too too much though granted i'm I'm not ggg i don't get all their complaints but i i don't remember there being certain avenues completely flooded with complaints about bloom and i'll explain what that is in a sec not very well of course uh but then all of a sudden this week people are just crying about it and there's this big thing about it and so then of course poor ggg they have to come up with another one of their explanation posts about this is what we intend this is what it's supposed to do and it's not as simple as you think it is it's actually extremely complicated and it's for the better of the game so anyway bloom was introduced it's supposed to be like a poe 2 concept of making things brighter but also not use as much memory or not being as taxing on the computer right it's supposed to help you see go ahead well i was just gonna say bloom blooms existed for for a super long time through games they're trying to revamp it and fix it for poe2 right and we're talking like all bits of shiny stuff right like they use the example of the little glitter that you get not glitter the glint the shimmer off your sword that's really dull all the way to how bright those blue dots are on the ground after you've killed those blue spores all all over the map and it's always been a part of the game they've obviously revamped it for poe2 as we said and they it's one of those poe2 implementations that they're giving us now to try and work on it prior and I don't know. I think the game looks fantastic, but there's certain skills where it just was too much, way too much. I noticed it a little bit on my um, and I actually liked it the old way. And I'm very sensitive to light with my concussion stuff. But my what's it called? Rainmaster, Trickmaster. What's the what's the scary clown costume I have? Ringmaster, Ringmaster. The Ringmaster weapon effect got toned down and I'm sensitive to light and I like the old version. But anyway, they did their they came out with a huge explanation post saying this is actually how complicated it is. This is the intention of it. We know that there's certain skills or MTX or monsters that our new implementations don't work well with. Uh, we're aware of them. If you know of any, please continue to let us know. And I'd like to add nicely. OK, because there's a billion things in the game. So just say it nice. Then they know and then they'll fix it. OK, and yeah. I, I don't know. It was a big thing, but out of nowhere this week, I just started seeing wham, wham, bloom, bloom, wham, wham, bloom, bloom. Did you actually see posts complaining about it? Because I did. Tons. Okay. Yeah. Uh, lots of Reddit stuff. I was really surprised. And I, I don't know, like I'm extremely sensitive to it. Granted, I'm only playing one build, but I don't know. I think it looks great. Uh, so I, I feel like you have to be relatively nitpicky or very graphically motivated when you're playing a game or looking at something for it to be to the point where you're going to complain about it. Bloom is basically what gives you that shiny, that brightness in, in a game. And, uh, it's, it's never been the greatest in path of exile, but I feel like you have to be super, super sensitive to light for it to be. So if it's actually affecting you in a negative way, I feel like what most people go with it, just don't like it. They go, well, I don't like the way that the bloom looks. Well, first off, you're playing a game from 2011 that has granted been graphically increased and, and does look better than when it first came out, but relax a little bit. Path of Exile 2 is going to be coming out and is obviously quite a bit forward on that on that end. As Pocahontas said, it's just around the river bend. The, we'll see. Can I sing it? The argue, No. The argument that most <sighs> of them have is not realistic, and that's just, well, give us an option to turn it off. And I, uh, people do that all the time. People always, they don't like something and they say, well, we just want an option to turn it off. For those people, just read their post and at least understand why 
they can't just turn it off. That's not really an option because I mean, their best, their best explanation is look, if we turn it off, then you don't graphically see what the artist wanted you to see with regards to skills being used, uh, um, textures in the game, backgrounds in the game, the zones you're in, they can't just turn it off. So and it's integrated, it's convoluted, it's in every aspect of the game. It's not just... The argument of just like, well, we want an option to turn it off is not realistic. And the, the the argument of we just want it turned off is from the same type of people who complain like, well, this isn't the league I want, so I'll never play. Knock yourself out, go find another game. We'll see you next league. I promise you're going to be back and you might play for a bit and then you'll bitch about the bloom or whatever you're going to find. But uh, I... I didn't pay attention to Reddit this week. I've avoided Reddit much more in the last little bit since all this stuff yeah. happened. So I didn't see anything. Whatever. People are going to complain about something if they can find something to complain about. Bloom's not new. This argument about Bloom is not new. It's just, mm, okay. I feel like maybe it's just become a focal point because they're not playing Harvest. I don't know. I have no maybe. idea. But, uh, sure. you know, maybe there's stuff we haven't seen that is really bad. I don't know. Maybe yeah. some of the bloom additions were remember you and I at the beginning of the league when we were playing, when I finally caught up, we you were just this big black square that took over two thirds of my screen. It was MTX related. At some point you played naked and it was awesome and it didn't impact us. Maybe it was bloom related. Maybe bloom has other aspects that we haven't seen, but at the same time you report it and it'll get fixed. Well, it might. It might not. It might be something well, that they meant to be. If you're seeing something, some, like I said, some people are just sensitive to that uh, that bright type of light or something. Um, and so, sure, like report it if you think that it's acting in a way that it shouldn't. But don't <laughs> um, don't report it expecting that it should be changed. Certainly make your report and go like, hey, I'm not sure if this is right or this is bothering me or can you look into it? But don't have the yeah. attitude of like, well, I said it, so you must do it. I saw there was a tweet. Oh, man, I feel so embarrassed for this person on one of their I think it was the you know how they do patch notes, but then they'll come out like three days before two days before. Here's what the patch notes are probably going to look like, but it hasn't been implemented yet. Yeah, somebody now it's just one person. So I'm just making fun of the one person. Um, and they're one of those people that has their picture of themselves, I assume, as their Twitter picture. So they're older. I would expect that there would be a little bit more understanding. But they're like, hey, I submitted a bug. Um, I didn't hear back from you. And it's <laughs> it not in the patch notes. Really? It Like, That's I know awesome. it's just one person. And as a guide writer, I'm really grown into understanding when to respond and when not to i'm still learning of course but i'm a lot more improved than i used to be i it, it took a lot <laughs> it took a lot to just let it be i can't imagine like they must have ggg they must have some hilarious parties and inside jokes like on their pizza friday or whatever they would have you know what i mean the stuff they make fun of us Remember for what that all of said? us whiny com customers and complainers yeah uh, anyway, so it is what it is. I'm sure it will look better in Path of Exile 2. Bloom's an issue in every single game you play. Some people are super sensitive. Some people aren't. It's not been point. great in Path of Exile since the beginning. And it is what it is. Like, it's an older game. So don't have the attitude of just turn it off because or or that you want it to just turn off because you really need to understand why. <laughs> that's not always that's not always possible to just go. I, I've had that argument, not for Bloom, but for like effects. Like, I don't want to see yeah. your effects when I'm playing with you, but yeah, I can't have the attitude of like, we'll just turn it off. Yo, you can't just turn it off anyway, whatever. But uh, that you got to admit, though, that'd be cool if there was an option to turn off your ally MTXs. Yeah, that would be 100%. Cool. Yeah. 
Like, oh my goodness, I could play with you if I <laughs> took off your stupid magma or green. green things. That was awesome. Oh, I'll never forget that league. All right, so other changes this week. We had a stash tab sale, which Woo. is awesome. Right in time to get those new stash tabs. Pick up all three. The bundles. The bundles not on sale. It's still the same price. But if you're one of those people that are penny pinching and you couldn't take advantage of a stash tab this week or this this sale, they do it every three weeks. You know, I have to say, I watch because I watch you stream when you're when you're playing and we're playing together. I don't know how you play with as few as you have. I'm impressed. Well, I don't, you have so I forgot few what we're talking stash about. tabs. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. On PC, that's because I play till you burn out and then I have them all on console. It's awesome. I, but impressed. on console, there's no drop down menu, man. There's no mouse. Oh, it's like yes, right trigger, right trigger, right trigger, right trigger, right trigger. You can hold it oh, down. That's not. But oh, yeah, no, there's there's a list. And I have specific specific, specific. stash tabs yep. for each build. So I have like my slow mo tab. I have my enduring fire tab or my happy RF. And so, like, I have more that are dedicated as well. And then because I'm too lazy to go through my stash, now I have, like, three Righteous Fire tabs that are completely full. And All right. And then let's get into the patch. Patch of the week, really. 3.11.1c. Good patch. Uh, it good was a good patch. patch. Yep. So why don't you tell me? I, I loved all the Harvest goodness. I'm not really going to go into detail because most people who are <laughs> playing. Well, the thing is, patch notes. Okay. If you would like me to, I could be like. Storage tanks can now hold up to 1,000 condensed life force. Added a larger storage tank, which can be created. People can read that. Keep I, it going. You're, that's just yeah, dirty talk. That's be, nasty. So, oh, my God. I love it. Um, <laughs> they made really good improvements to Harvest. If you're not, the, the, I think the problem is if you're not playing Harvest, you don't give a shit. Right? If you're not playing the league and you're not playing Harvest, you don't care. There are one, two, three, four non-Harvest patch fixes bug fixes that i wanted to shout out okay yeah you tell me yours but it was an office one you know like it's just basically if you to, to summarize it if you like harvest this just made it way better oh so much it's better awesome. it makes yeah, it now so i'll just good. quickly tell you why if you are listening and you're debating coming back you can store more stuff in your tanks now which is it just makes building your actual like grove just way nicer um and you one thing that's actually really nice that screwed me is you can auto plant your seeds now while you have the craft option. Cause what happened before is when you pop all your seeds, right? Sounds super dirty. Pop all your oh, seeds. Oh, you've had like four in your windows already. Did it? Oh, I you said something about like... getting off at bedtime. Oh, I did tell you on. something about that you got yeah, off yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That happens all the time. So <laughs> you pop off all your seeds. Uh, I'm going to try and find dirtier ways to say it. Uh, anyway, all your seeds pop and. You kill them and you go to craft, right? So you hit the little, it's the bigger of the two circles. For, there's two circles right beside <laughs> yeah. each other. And there's a big one like this. And then yeah, there's a little one like this. A little bit lower That's than right, the other. A little bit lower than the other. Uh, uh -huh. It just comes with age. So you hit the one to craft. That's the bigger one. But what happened is if you before, if you went to hit the little one by accident, which I did by mistake once, which is the auto plant, you lose all the crafts. Like the, it, it treats as it as if you didn't want to do anything and you just lose them all. So it's like getting sacked. The fact that they added it now where you can hit the like auto plant without losing the craft. Super nice. Super. Yeah. The rest of the stuff uh, you were bringing up one that I texted you because as soon as I read it, I was like, oh, my goodness, this is Tyler all over it. And we couldn't even find any other instances of it in the whole game. Well, not like we went looking. But we know everything. Memory, couldn't. So what we're talking about, like. 
I don't know when it started. Maybe it was this. I assume it was this league because I don't remember it being an issue. I'm extremely with my concussion stuff. I don't mean to over talk about it or anything, but I'm like with my concussion stuff. Not only am I extremely light sensitive, but motion is a huge issue. The very first thing I don't have to play any game. The first thing I'm doing is I'm looking for any type of screen shake option, turning it off. Love that this game has that. And all of a sudden this league, we go to the Redeemer redeemer right yeah, yeah the, the spinny cloud girl yeah oh, she's i like her she's cool she's got a cool whoever wrote her i like i like her anyway we go into her tower Arena. and all of a sudden I, I don't i don't know why i don't know what the value is of it but all of a sudden the, the screen it rotates and i'm like oh, it did it last week like, it's done it since the beginning no yes it has every single it's done rotate it's, yeah how it twists like that. Oh, I don't I don't know why, but it's you must some forget reason, it right after it happens because every time we fought her, you're like, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's right. Guarantee me two portals for that one because my first portal is just me trying to get over trying to get up the nauseated. stairs. So I don't know where maybe this is where the oh turn off the bloom, turn off the bloom. Because they added in this patch, they added the camera rotation effects option to be able to be disabled. So maybe it's stuff like this that makes people think that anything else could just be disabled easily. Um, now, that's I think that's cool. I'm obviously going to disable it. But it was funny because Justin and I were thinking about it. What where else in the game does the camera rotate? I know you mentioned there's like the zoom out yep. on your way to Kitaba. There's a couple which, of them. On a total side note, it's never going to happen because they've already said what the camera is going to look like for PoE2. A little bit different. I wish the camera was always that far away. I know it won't be because you can't see the MTX as well, but oh my goodness, that distant camera on the way to Kitaba. There's a there's a spot right as you're going into the Templar courts. And it's very odd to me. I've never been able to figure out why, but as you go to approach the door, the camera actually zooms out just a tiny bit. And it those are the only spots that I can think of. I can't think of a rotate ever. Yeah, those are all zoom outs. The other the only rotate I can think of hers. Is that yeah? I mean, maybe there's other content that I haven't no, there's not. done, like certain done prophecy fights or something. But yeah, yeah. Deathless, by the way, I have yet to die in any hardcore character. <laughs> haven't made one. Uh, so here's a cool one. Yep. All vault doors are now automatically opened. This goes back to our last podcast. All vault doors are now automatically opened in a blighted vault map. That's stupid. I think that's awesome. Fine, do it in every I map think- though knock it that's off exactly my point yes if now we know you can do it for yeah. alba you can the do technology it technology exists maps. do it for everyone if if the jail cells are loaded with zombies and skeletons they probably would have pushed the door open anyway so just leave them open i doubt those like resers are going hey, hey, hey everybody back in their cells like, it's bizarre to me that they picked one specific map and they're like oh you know what the vault map for the blighted version this isn't working for us. Let's 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 <laughs> auto open these. Like what? Yeah. All the other doors stay closed. Uh, I did like this one. Fixed a bug where blocking a hit did not always count as having been hit for the sake of having been hit recently. Mods. God, you just so said so I, many words. I know. So I have a I have a max block guide that I write or that I have, and when you block, you take zero damage, but you are still hit. Right. So it's a hit, but you take zero damage. And so there was an issue where sometimes when you blocked, it didn't count as being hit. That was really nice for me to hear, because for some reason, my max block gladiator hasn't been doing as much damage this league 
as it did last league, but all this league did was improve it. It's doing more damage. Nothing's changed except for actually adding more damage, and yet it's doing less damage than before. And I think that's a huge thing because I get perks based on how often I've been hit recently mm. or within the last 10 seconds. So that was cool. And then the last one, I've been drooling about this, what do you call it, ascendancy node for a long time, but I've never gotten around to actually doing something about it. So in the champion, right, the duelist champion, there's a node uh, called Master of Metal. Uh, so impales you inflict, you get two extra impales. Uh, you get a chance to impale on hit. If you've impaled an enemy, you and your allies get a thousand armor. But this is the part of Master of Metal that I absolutely love. You and nearby allies deal six to 12 added physical damage for each impale on an enemy. So you could impale, but do zero damage. You know what I mean? Like just have a, I don't know, a cyclone or whatever that's constantly impaling and you get six to 12 added physical damage for each impale and that's all of your allies you and nearby allies wouldn't that be so cool for a minion build like think of something like srs and you're adding six seven impales all of a sudden you're getting like over 60 physical damage added per minion oh my goodness that would be awesome so anyway they fixed a bug where master of the where the master of metal ascendancy was not always granting physical damage that part so you're talking that, about that's kind of a big deal but yeah. oh my goodness so that's why yeah that's why it came up they fixed it so that it's working but man i've always wanted to do a minion build with the champion just for that node freaking love it sweet the end yeah and then a bunch of fixes which is great they do it all the time. I, my favorite still, I, I go back to it every time I read their fixes, where it's like, fix the bug, fix the bug, fix the instance, fix blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And my, my favorite is still going back to the comment where somebody said, well, don't make it where it needs fixes right off the bat. I still, it still makes me laugh every time because I'm like, man, that guy has just got to have the perfect life. Huh. Like he must not yeah. ever make a mistake. That's impressive. Uh, hey. We should interview him. Like if find we out, can how hang out so with perfect. him, just well, maybe it's a she. Maybe if we hang out with whoever they are for yeah. a week, we need to rub oh off. Oh my goodness, a little bit. We'd be we'd be floating. We'd have halos. All right. So this week when we played, we got we did uh, Sir, Cyrus six. I think can't remember what level I'm at with Cyrus right now. Um, Twenty. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't. I'm curious what most people's opinion is, but I hate that fight. I okay. So I, and I we talked about this when we were playing. I get the fight now. I understand the mechanics of the fight. I understand where to move, how to move. I actually don't have a problem with killing him. I He's relatively easy for me to kill now. He's just not a fun fight. I just don't. It's like you you look at some of the more endgame type bosses. You look at the Katavas, the Shapers, the Elder. I don't know almost any of the ones from um, Delve. But uh, a lot of these boss fights, they're they're not bad. They're fun. I get it. They're, I don't, it's not that I hate them. I, Cyrus's is just, uh, his conquerors are way more enjoyable. And I hate Al-Hazrim or whatever his name is. Uh, but I like him a hundred times more than Cyrus. I just don't like the fight. Hmm. Do you, you like know what? It? I, so if you're a regular listener, uh, there's two games that I play. It's all, almost always Path of Exile, but there's two games that split my heart in half. And it's PoE and it's the Dark Souls series. 
I and I, I really don't I'm not trying to crush the boss designers at GGG if they ever hear this, but I really there are I don't like a lot of boss battles in Path of Exile. I don't think they're geared toward the global value of character building. They're very specific to they're like there's just some battles that certain characters can't do. And I don't think that makes sense. Certain some side battles, some side bosses, sure. But there's it just it seems like they come up with neat battles. Uh, they make sense in lore world and then they're thrown in and then they they hope that it works for the impossible amount of builds that are out there. But for example, you have three out of four conquerors that don't have ads. That's a problem for charge builds. That's a problem for flask builds. That's a problem for lots, right? You have off screen damage all the time with Cyrus, Cyrus like to teleport sure, yeah. and then hit you with something you can't it's it's damage over time that's hitting you it's not even something that you actually have the chance to to block it's just 100% resists like that's that's crazy dark souls oh and don't get us started on invisibility times or invisibility invincibility sessions or what it was it called like timeline you know yeah know. moments of invincibility mm -hmm. like when you play dark souls you v almost every single boss battle you can hit anytime you want and you can deal damage anytime you want now there are some there are going to be some times where it's very stupid to try and hit and do damage because you're going to take a ton of damage but you aren't limited by animations you know what I mean? Even when there's certain like fume knights and stuff, when they're buffing themselves and, you know, making them stronger, they take reduced damage, but you can still deal damage if you want. It's all about like how, when you deal the damage is based on player choice, not enemy choice. And I think that's what a battle is. And I really don't actually enjoy a lot of the major end battles. For example, you look at the Chimera, that fog sequence. That's really dumb. Like uh, chasing a fog and guessing, you know, like certain builds can do that. No problem. But it's, it's 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 not like you said, it's not fun. Cyrus, not fun. Right. So I get that they need to be hard. And I love a hard boss battle. Right. I'm a Dark Souls freak. I, I love a hard boss battle, but it I don't find these enjoyable. I do them because I do them. I do them because it's part of the completionist attitude. I do them because they drop stuff. Um, I, I don't like a lot of the required boss battles. Cyrus, I, I, I get a lot of feedback in being a, a guide writer. I get a lot of feedback, um, just personal opinions. People just post not even unrelated to my guide. I have yet to find somebody that actually, now I don't talk to everybody, but I have yet to find somebody that actually enjoys the Cyrus battle. Like you, people do it. People can find it easy. Um, people can find it hard and still enjoy a boss battle or people can find a boss battle difficult, but still enjoy it. I have not heard one person. that's like, I like it. It needs to be zoomed out if it's going to be better, but it's really hard to tie POE bosses to dark souls. It's just not the same. Like dark souls is all about anticipating the damage, trying to figure out what the boss's move sets are. I don't find that in Path of Exile because there is typically such a focus on just like burn it down, which you can't do in Dark Souls. There's no. No, but there's rules in Dark Souls, right? And the rules here are totally different. Look at the who's the I get them mixed up all the time. Not the Redeemer. Who's the other 
Baron. Yep. I always think like he's lightning, but he's red. Is that the guy? Sure. He's a warlord. Is that it? And it doesn't make sense in my head. So Baron, for example, I, with the exception of those stupid squares that actually reduce your mana and your health, I like that battle. It'd be nice to have ads too, but he has good tells. He, I like being able to, his battle makes sense. To me, that's like a Dark Souls battle, right? I die when I'm an idiot. I can't do damage all the time because a lot of the times I'm just getting out of the way because he does this quick attack or this quick cast and like I'm just getting out of the way a lot. And that's a good boss battle. I could, if I wanted to risk it, getting hit and deal damage. He doesn't really have those invisibility, invincibility phases. I you know, like there's some well-made ones that remind me of the same rules of other good boss battle games, but a lot of these bosses don't. Uh, yeah, the mechanics to Cyrus can be cool, but you're just, you're too zoomed in. He is very often off the screen. You have to listen to audio tells, which I don't mind that either to, to try and figure them out. But sometimes they're just, I don't like that I'm trying to debate when I'm going to dash with something that I cannot see because it's, you know, he's somewhere off the screen right now and i'm like oh god please it's the it's actually uh there's one part with shaper that can sometimes happen which is when you're being protected by xana and you've got those purple balls that are going out that will one shot everyone yeah. uh you have to be very very quick because by the time that the purple balls stop and she removes her shield within like half a second shaper does whatever his next attack is yeah and if you're not ready to dash you quite often you're like smashed by the beam or something and he's not on the screen so you're trying to like figure out usually sometimes he can be on the screen you got lucky but quite often but it's a dumb rule not. that he can be off the screen it is it is and the fact that it happens so quickly after these almost guaranteed one shot balls or circles are there like that's the only part i don't like about that battle but it is a very stupid part that is going to use up your portals mm -hmm. um uh, like but cyrus he's invincible while he's up in that stupid throne while he's floating there's huge red circles for zero reason people that are learning the fight are going to use up all their life life flash just figuring it out one of the circles moves and rotates he can hover over it there's a maze the maze is so dumb the one thing i do like at least about him i, I like and dislike i like the fact that if you die to him and you lose all your portals you haven't screwed up your atlas. You can still keep progressing and it just resets. It's as if you beat him and now you can just go through and continue to kill conquerors and they'll drop. I like that, but I don't yes. like the fact that I wish there was maybe some option to go try him again because it's really hard to learn the fight. It's really, really hard to learn the fight. If uh, we talked about this, I think with Octavian, where you're just constantly progressing him and you could just not put those watchstones in. But if you didn't kill him and you didn't learn the fight, now you're just progressing the Atlas even further to potentially make yeah. him even more difficult. And you haven't had a chance to be like, what the hell happened? Like, why did I just die? So anyway, I, that's just me going on, on a little rant about Cyrus. But I, I think that, no, I, I don't like the Cyrus. It's a good thing to talk about. Like, it sucks that their primary boss is a battle that very few people enjoy. You know what I mean? Failure doesn't mean people aren't enjoying it. But I like um, it for the loot. The battle makes no sense. Like how? Well, no, just like the maze. Like I'm playing POE. Like get get this maze. Like I'm not. I don't want. I hate labs. Get out of here. You know what I mean? Like the off screen teleport. Oh, red circle. All right. I was just, just bringing it up. Calm it down. Anyway. <laughs> so 
Well, here, like I, I do like, though, at least for the practice. I mean, it does take a long time to get the influence back up and to get through all of those things. But you can at least to practice him, take out all the watchstones yeah. and it doesn't really change much. And that is a really cool thing because we brought up and maybe we can talk about it in our next podcast. But we were talking about um, the syndicate how people, just so they don't have to get rid of all of their work with the syndicate and all the specific um, alliances or rivalries that they have, they get reset when you beat final boss. Is it okay to say who the final boss is? She was my favorite. But yeah, when you beat Katarina, then it resets it all. So people intentionally don't play it. And we could talk about that another time. But um, I do like that this doesn't screw screw up your atlas in any way. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know what I'm very surprised with? When did this get added? 3-9 was this new endgame, right? Something like that, yeah. This is our third league with Cyrus. Yeah, right? the Conquerors. Okay. Yeah. In 3.0, GGG added a revamped help section, revamped tutorial section, pop-ups that show you what type of support gems when you're highlighting it on the purchase screen or reward screen, if they work with whatever skills. Like, they just revamped as much as they could, and I thought they did an awesome job for new players. I am baffled. We are three leagues in, and there is nothing about the Atlas in the help section. Zero. Like, there's nothing about influence. There's nothing about... And sure, you might be able to click on the help icon that shows all the HUD details when you're in the Atlas that tells you, you know, what you get for per Awakener bonus or anything. But there's nothing. There's, like, nothing. I went to go see... What do you see want? Because what would you like to see? Anything? Like what? Nobody even example. knows what influence... If you're new to the game, you don't even know what influence is. Well, it does tell you, like, Xana or Xana's ma- uh, quest like tells you to explore <laughs> come on come on and they at least so, added the markers on the atlas on the left hand side oh well sure those are perks but i'm thinking about a new person that they're in the help section they're like oh okay that's a prefix that's a suffix i can come back to that because that's really freaking confusing now but i can come back to that okay that's the difference between a normal item and a magic item okay like okay that's great now you're fine like this is your first playthrough you've gotten the maps there's nothing about the most important part of the game in the help section. You know what it's I want to know? I think this Tell would actually me. be very interesting to find out. How many new people actually go into the help section of the game? Because I, 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 I would it, love to know that. I bet you it's not very many. And the reason that I say that is because there's YouTube. I like, And I know you don't. And the argument shouldn't be like, well, GGG doesn't need to do it because there's YouTube videos to watch it. And you can find out about it. But it is true. I mean, you will learn quite a bit more about the intricacies of Path of Exile watching somebody's video that's about Path of Exile versus the help section. Oh, sure. But a game, if you and I were to make a game, we would still want to do nah, our Nah, screw a help section. No. <laughs> Even nah. if it was, hey, check out our wiki. I'd be, in go YouTube it. Like, then, Google yeah, it. whatever. Like, but you still, <laughs> you kind of do your due diligence as somebody if you want your game to grow in multiple avenues of the types of people that play. Yeah. I'm curious how many people actually look into yeah. the, the help section because, I, I mean, Me I, I've just never looked at it and I'm just curious if what you were just saying there were a new player is like, oh, this is a prefix and a suffix. Oh, this, I, I do they do that? Is that a thing? Do do new players do that? I'm really curious. I don't think they do. I don't you think you know they what do. I wanted to do. I actually went in there because I was looking to see there was one area 
I don't have uh, favorite maps unlocked. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, I just want to double check. Like, I'm pretty sure I know, but I want to double check what it takes for me to unlock it because I can't on console highlight those blocked out oh, you nodes. Can't. Oh, okay. No, I, I honestly, I don't even know if you can highlight it on PC and then it you tells can. you if it's actually grayed out. It tells you what you need to do to unlock it. Oh, okay. Because on console, you can't, if it's locked, you can't highlight it. Oh, it only tells you if you've unlocked one. Now, if I've unlocked one favorite and then I go highlight that one circle on the far left, it'll tell me what I need for the other two. But if oh, I but have zero unlocked, oh, I can't bring up that HUD, that menu. I've never actually checked that so part. I'm not sure. I went into the help section and be like, okay, I'm pretty sure I just need to get all the bonuses for the tier maps. And I couldn't find it. So, I mean, I looked it up and I got my answer, but that's kind of, that, that's the kind of stuff that the, the game needs. And, and that, that's a small detail. That's what Google's for. Sure, today. sure. Everybody's got one of these little the guys, a little cell phone right beside them. Yeah. Who doesn't want to Google while they're playing a game? I want to sit down and play. That shouldn't be hard. That shouldn't be hard. So anyway, that's that's my thing. That's your thing. I'd love to redo the help section for you, GGG. I'd, I'll, I'll oh, my it God. You. It would be pages long. Oh, pages long. Glorious. And if anyone oh, is color coded, those poor people on our Discord, if you've seen his drawings and his charts that he's got, it's just. <laughs> Bring it. I got it. I got it. Now, for that region that I mentioned, this is a total side note, and it's not important at all, but I actually thought it was kind of silly. Maybe it's an oversight, maybe not. The Val Temple, it's, I think it's a T16 only, T16, and yeah. the only way to get it is, well, through other rare random chances, but for the most part, you get it by corrupting, or I guess this is the old way. I don't actually know how you actually get it. Now, it used to be that you would have to corrupt one of the... T16 maps, which was the old Guardians, right? Like the Minotaur, the Hydra, whoever it was. And you would corrupt it. And then it had a chance of changing which map it was. And one of the five T16 maps was Val Temple. I guess there's other ways to get it now because they've changed how it works. It's so I don't know now. how common it is. Is it a normal map drop? Uh, I can't say for sure if it's a normal map drop, but it's very, very common for Xana maps, like for Xana mm. Quest, which will give you the credit for it. And you can also, um, uh, you could horizon orbit. Um, and now even with harvest, there's ways of changing a map to the same tier and it focuses on ones that you haven't learned yet. So it is a lot easier to get it now than it used to be. I'm, I'm curious because what I was going to say was I can't unlock any favorites for that region because I haven't done the bonus for Val Temple yet. So this is in Valdo's Rest, yep. that region, that neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And I haven't had a Val Temple drop for me. So I can't favorite any map yet because I don't have all the maps. And I was surprised that Val Temple, that doesn't have the same type of drop rules as other maps of that tier. I was surprised that it was included in the requirement to have map bonuses to unlock my favorites. So I don't know if it's an oversight it. or if it's planned. <laughs> you know, there's a certain amount of hate that I reserve for you in my heart. So even it, if you're nice to me sometimes, I still slightly It's hate really you. common with Xana maps. Like when she's in your like higher tier, like okay. 15 or whatever. It's really common. You know, it's funny. I don't actually even look at what map I'm doing for Xana. I'm always looking at the quantity or if it's special, like if it has some sort of influence or oh, cortex man. or something, but I'm not actually looking at which map it is. So maybe I I'll alt on her maps all the time and check to see if they're show completed because that's the oh. easiest way for me to look if I'm going to unlock it. Well, my Atlas is done except for that one. So yeah, I never even thought about it. Standard. 
Oh, which is awesome. This podcast is for league players. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's right. To those three standard right. players. Sorry. Now, last episode, you brought up the tags that were associated to mods that were added to the game yep. just recently. So last patch. I think it was actually last Friday for yep. us. So you hold now just to explain what it is when you hold alt or alt. whatever it is, hold left on the analog stick. When you get the detailed description of all of your the mods hell's on an items, stick. <laughs> <laughs> it's for when you're playing flight simulator with your joystick. Oh, with your joystick. Remember those I days? Click, so click, click, left analog joystick. on a joystick. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so anyway, you would hold down alt and instead of it just telling you the tier that that mod is and the range that it could roll yeah. it also tells you the type of tag that that Correct. craft has associated to it maybe more than one and so you brought that up last podcast because it was uh, added in the patch which is really cool it makes harvest a lot easier but then you also had the idea that maybe because they're adding this to the game globally as far as you knew like it was in the normal trade league as well that maybe they were actually going to be doing something harvest crafting wise in the core game once harvest is done so that was something that you brought up and we talked about mm. so when i loaded console this week i completely forgot about that conversation because i never listened to you anyway and i noticed that even on standard on console i have those tags as well now i guess that doesn't help us in no. any way try and sneakily find anything out but it does kind of encourage the thought that wow okay I mean, I guess maybe from a coding perspective, gear is gear, so it's not leaks. Yeah, maybe it's so easy it's for them everywhere. to just do it. And so they did it just to appease people, but hopefully Yeah, not. I did notice, and it was kind of neat. Like, I just like stats, even if I don't need them. I'm just like, oh, cool, that's that's a fire Defense tag. Defense life, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, so anyway, but I just thought I'd add it that uh, I saw it on standard on console there, as well. There's nothing for minions, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> hey man that's all right apparent menus are still really strong even though they just kept getting getting beaten to the dirt i noticed you're uh you're still holding on to your ranking for your filter you're holding on oh. to number nine you know you right now you are 15 i'm no, only 13 13 away oh. from eighth take that triple a loot filter alex i am coming for you i am unless you listen don't encourage anybody that's following your filters to sign just just automatically yeah. follow mine just if for fun yeah just do it for just to help tyler get to eight <laughs> let's see if we can get him to eight as soon as i get eight because eighth is technically yeah, you can't first go place. anywhere from there you're not going to get up to seventh it's just never sync has the top seven filters he's not so going anywhere first place is technically seventh place kind of like how last episode i was talking about podiums top five instead of top three so eighth would be awesome alex i am coming for you yeah you're so close you're 13 it's actually away. been kind of exciting because i actually passed tie tie killer that not that like a couple of weeks ago and I just as you a personal me. victory <laughs> i think you messaged what? me about it oh, yeah anyway it's just personal victories nothing important but it was just uh, it's, li it's life fun. or death it's like it's, it's fun little races when you just do filters for fun but you see yourself with these other names it's kind of i was i was laughing to you this week though when we were talking about it because i i use a customized version of never sinks like mm -hmm. typically once we get this far into a league it's a very strict uh a version of his that i edit but I, i'm telling you i don't know what it is with his with his uh item filter but if you live in my house and there are multiple floors and you could be very far away. If I have my speakers playing, you know, when a red map drops, I don't know why, <laughs> but it is like, 
It is so loud when a red mop, when a red map drops. It's That's hilarious. Awesome. And I have never wanted to adjust it because I like it now. And Bam. now that it's more common, it's like, wah, wah, wah. Like <laughs> you could be throughout my house no matter where. And you just hear this noise, especially if like you go into a, like a temple with the maps that drop. Oh my God. Like my whole room will shake when I open some of those because That's awesome. like screw exalt drops. Give me those red maps. <laughs> Give me those well, red do you, maps. do you do the shaper voice for your exalts? I uh, know I did. I don't exalted orb. No, I'm going to wait till you do one of those. That's what you should do. Do a terrible, a terrible voice. Should I practice the shape? No, no, voice please don't. Let's move intro? on. Let's move no, on. I'll do it. I'll do it. No. But wait, does it do like a huge sound for T11s? If it's red, it is. Really? Yep. It's it, awesome. It, it, it has a different sound for T15s or I 16s. I don't think so. I don't think Dang. so. I'd have to double check, but it is. It's amazingly loud. It's not a complaint. I love it. I could change it. I don't. <laughs> it's purposefully kept to that level. So maps are my favorite. Maps are my absolute favorite drop. I'd rather have maps drop than anything else. And uh, but I do have like it's loud for reds, but it's special for 15s and 16s. Remember a long time ago, I was talking about SRS and it was missing some very ago. vital information. Well, okay, maybe I don't know. Yeah, it was fire. Like forever, but it was maybe, fire conversion. Yeah. Yep. So it was, yeah, it was missing a very vital piece of information regarding how that skill functions. And it's in the actual description of the skill right. in game. So yep. in game, yep. when you hover the gem and you get all the information you need, it doesn't tell you, SRS doesn't tell you that it actually converts 50% of damage to fire. To fire, yep. That's a big problem. Yep. And so since then, I've been noticing other things as well. And Hellman 101 on our Discord was... Hellman 01. Ah, sorry, Hellman. My apologies. So Dr. Hell was playing with Animated Guardians. And I guess they've never played around with Animated Guardians. And when you've played for a while, you kind of forget where you've read or where you know your knowledge from. For me, I always thought SRS... I was surprised just recently after playing for years and having SRS as my favorite skill. I just found out that SRS doesn't have that vital information right. in the gem. And Hellman found a brand, another one for Animate Guardian. Yeah, so this one's Animate pretty bad. Guardian, this one's this is this way is like worse. the worst one. Yeah. This is the worst one. If you are playing Animated Guardian, you can buff your allies. You can be so strong, and it is an extremely strong gem. You should Basically, explain what it does. Yeah. Okay. So, Animate Guardian is a weird minion where you can actually take an equipped item and make your Animate Guardian equip it. Now, they don't. If if that, there's no UI for it. It's literally like you put the item down, you cast the skill. Yeah, you cast Animate Guardian. Essentially wears the it. Animate Guardian picks it up, wears it. Now, it doesn't like change. It's all the Animate Guardian doesn't change its skill. The Animate Guardian as a guardian is just going to slap people with a melee attack. You can choose to make that offensive or not if you want. Most people just use them as an in insane boss. support for their build. So they would use items that increase their allies. They would give them like the breath, death breath. Death's breath. There, yeah, long, there's a lot uh, of different staff. Things. There's yep. tons of stuff that they would use. One very popular but a very expensive one on a regular basis is called the Kingmaker. And that's a nice two-handed axe, I think it is, where it gives your allies fortify and some other really cool stuff. Anyway, it's not cheap. 
the con so it's an extremely powerful gem is my point so the con to it because it's so powerful is if your animated guardian dies all those items get destroyed not dropped destroyed so you have to take very careful care of your animate guardian or which i hate doing but i mean it makes perfect sense unsocket it for certain super hard hitting battles or maps that you might not want to lose those items on there is one mod in your crafting bench i don't know about harvest but in your normal crafting bench there's one mod that you can only put on a chest piece and it only applies to the chest piece where it says if your animate guardian dies i mean i'm modifying the term a bit but if your animate guardian dies this chest piece will drop so it won't get destroyed but everything else still gets destroyed and poor Hellman, I feel so bad for you, but that getting destroyed part, your when your animate guardian dies, all your items get destroyed. That's not in the gem description. No, nowhere. If if you don't have the if you don't read the wiki for every single one of your skills, you are going to play like Hellman. It's an extremely strong skill. You're going to invest huge amounts of currency into making it an extremely strong support. And poor hellman thought that his filter was broken he's like where's all the items what happened did i miss it like what's going on he thought there was a glitch i, I don't know poor like oh my goodness i can't believe that yeah. that isn't in the game that there isn't anything in the game that tells you your items actually are gone that was when we were playing together on monday when that came up in discord and i actually didn't even realize that it wasn't like we both were like no there's no way and went to the wiki to pull it up and then pulled it up in game as well it doesn't lose it if it despawns, if the animate guardian somehow no. despawns. But if it dies, it does, your items disappear. And it is very weird that that's not put somewhere into the gem description. Really, really bizarre. It has to be just an overlook. Like it's, you know, the thing with, with SRS, we talked about it. It is something that should be in there, but it's not, you're not going to get screwed by it. In fact, most of the time, you're probably going to benefit a little bit from it. But this one is this one's bad, especially if you've gone to that level of, you know, investing in what's being worn mm -hmm. by your guardian. And yeah, that sucks. Oh, it's by far the worst. Back to SRS, fire conversion does screw stuff because minions do physical damage by default, unless otherwise noted. And so if you're doing something like flesh and stone, maim, pride, that's all increasing. The yeah, but you can fix that once you take. find out. All I'm just saying is when you find out, you can yeah, adjust yeah, yeah. it. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Right. Whereas, yeah. Whereas this one. Whereas anime guardian is just 100% yeah, up yours. Bad. Oh, it's so bad. So I went to go play uh, with my slow-mo zombies build that I have and I added animate guardian to it this time around and that was probably just for my sake because it's I actually I removed it because of this but I went to go check out my animate guardian I'm like okay shoot what do I have on it again I was there's I no UI it's really dumb right there's no way to know what you have equipped on your animate guardian it is a little weird that they don't give you not the ability to remove it but just like a little gooey or something that lets you Let's see, see like hey yeah this is what your dude's wearing yeah i mean if if i wanted to improve the melee weapon because i actually cared about their melee damage how on earth would i remember how yeah. on earth I, I it's so weird that i can't tell what's on my animate guardian that just oh weird so weird so yeah, anyway it's weird let's write it up Bug reports. Bug. Tyler's on it, guys. Don't worry. You bet. Don't. I want yeah, you to write a bug report so that when this comes out in a patch notes, we can be like, you're welcome. 
<laughs> yeah, there's no I'll way anyone has ever known open. before. That's right. <laughs> no, but you know what? Those are those are things, though. If you notice, like, yeah, they suck. Oh my goodness, are they? In our opinions, ginormous oversights. But those are the things when you know you hope to take emotion out of it. Let, go write that bug report. Go write that. I mean, I'm happy to do it for you. <laughs> but you know, send that feedback. It, it would be good for other people because I'm pretty sure Tyler's are overlooked right now. <laughs> I think I go to a specific yeah. folder. They're like, when we're bored, we'll look at those ones. Oh, that's not going to happen. These are probably meant to be, but we'll read them later. <laughs> As designed. That's All right, right. We need to wrap this episode up because this one's going long. Uh, what's your newbie tip of the week, Ty? What you got? Well, we're kind of getting to the stage of a league where like people that don't only play path kind of start to fade out of the league a bit. I mean, maybe sure. not, but you know, That's it's usually this is where player about a month, month and a bit is when, yep. you know, players start looking for something else and then they just start waiting for the next league's information. So if you're a new player and you didn't really progress the way you wanted to, or you didn't, you know, it was kind of frustrating. You felt like you sucked the whole time. Don't be discouraged. It's totally cool to take a break. Don't feel like you have to understand it or master it or even have accomplished your own personal goals for the thing. It's okay to take a break. I remember once this is this is very important, this story. Okay. I remember my very first first, second time playing Dark Souls one when it first came out. And I was terrified of the entire game. I got my shield up everywhere I'm going, even if it's in town, because I didn't know that town was safe. I have my shield up and I have my little spear and I'm just like molasses everywhere terrified of the game i go to fight this horrendous boss battle called what is it, the four kings oh justin i don't know if you remember that freaking battle but let's just say i never had a problem i with spent it. so up yours i spent so much time trying to beat that and cool i couldn't fight. and i couldn't and i couldn't up yours it's a cool fight it, it is a cool fight now yeah but i spent so much time that first playthrough i actually took a month off from the game Went back, you know, still sucked at it, but I ended up beating it. But breaks are good. Don't worry about it. Come back strong or at least happy. Or just try hard. Don't be discouraged. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Want to know what my new tip for the week is? No, I don't. Just so you know, your anime guardian will lose its items when it dies. I'm just kidding. Pro tip. That's definitely that. Pro it tip. should say that on the friggin' thing. Mine is actually... I, relatively simple but my it's just more a recommendation when you're playing through the axe before you kill act 10 kitava go do your third lab because you can do up if to you your can. third lab by that well you can just go run uh what's that blood place uh in act nine just go run it a bunch to level up get some gear it, the reason i say that is because when you kill uh kitava in act six and then act 10 you're gonna see your resist take a beating so if you do your third lab before you kill him you will have plus 30 to all of your what 30 rough i think plus you'll have 30 more resists to each of your fire cold and lightning than you will once you kill act 10 kitava so especially if it's your first character because you won't have a lot of good gear maybe waiting for you or whatever but if you do your third lab or all of them really finish all of your three first three labs before beating act 10 kitava you'll get some extra resist before you Lose them. And that place that Justin was mentioning to level up a little bit, if you're too underleveled for your third lab, that was Blood Aqueducts in Act That's 9 is what Justin means. Yeah, just keep control clicking nine. it, run a bunch of them. It's a good spot to farm also for uh, Tabula. Tabula. And some nice corrupted. It's almost always got a corrupted section. 
You're welcome. That's our best. That's our best uh, noob stuff for you. I, I'm not gonna lie. I couldn't think of one when we first started, and I walked out to go grab a drink, and I said to my kid, "I'm like, what would you say? What's a noob, good noob tip?" And he's like, "Well, you put me on the spot." And I'm like, "Well, what would you say? Uh, don't die." I'm like, "Oh, come on, <laughs> <laughs> don't die." So good this Lord. is a family newbie tip of the week. Don't die. No, I'm assuming he came up with. No, this no, one. I came up with that one. That's what they gave me. Don't die. That's what that's what these people I talked to gave me. So I had to come up with my mm. own third lab. Do it before you kill Act 10 to Kataba. It is a good one. I'll steal it. All right. Let's wrap up episode 37 Forever Exiled. Thanks a lot for joining us and listening. Uh, again, this is episode 37 Forever Exiled, the Path of Exile podcast. I'm Justin, aka Tags. And I'm Tyler Wrecker of Days. That hurts my throat. Yeah. You definitely don't have the the laugh of a god or whatever it was. That 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 uh, intro is coming back, Chuckle. people. So it it'll be back. You'll hear it again. We just can't spoil it with you every time. Uh, you can check out below for our show notes. We've got a website foreverexile.com. You can find us on Twitterverse at foreverexile82. We have Discord. Our link. Okay, so our Discord. I'm going to try and add a link to our website as well. The Discord link is in our description. Sometimes it just has the invite link. Hopefully it'll work for you. If not, just message us. We'll get you in there. And a link to our Patreon if you want to check that out. Thanks a lot again for joining us. And we will catch patrons in After Dark and everybody else in episode 38. Ciao.